The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. One week into the start of training camp, and great to see the Buffalo Bills back on the field. All kind of news and updates related to the team. And just, you know, it's still like a, a speculation season when you talk about what the season's going to look like, how well the team will perform. But now you can start to have some some more real conversations around that 53-man roster. You're hearing from the players and coaches And for me, it's always kind of that fun time of year where you get to celebrate like, hey, football is coming back. And for the Buffalo Bills, getting plenty of attention. Of course, a lot of expectations for this season. And I've been enjoying it myself. If you haven't done so yet, though, do me a favor. need you to take a minute and hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast to make sure you get all of our great shows here at buffalorumblings.com. Obviously, we've got you covered each and every day with great shows. A couple of our guys, they take a little bit of time off in the offseason. They are coming back. Joe Miller and John Fina will be back this week. Jay Spence the King back with Code of Conduct. And, of course, all of our great shows and our newer shows, too, that maybe you haven't caught yet. If uh, Colt Schroeder and the Buffalo Sports Nerd Podcast, one of my new favorites, and, of course, everything that the guys are doing at Not Another Buffalo Podcast. If you haven't checked it out yet, again, hit that subscribe button. We got you covered each and every day. There's a lot of great content out there, and hopefully we've got something that works for you, and we appreciate you all tuning in each and every day with us here at Buffalo Rumblings. Um, Honestly, as we go through with, with this podcast today, I've got some thoughts as it relates to training camp, some things that have been taking place so far, and just figured it would be good to share those thoughts with all of you course i love to get your feedback you can hit me up in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com at any time you can also find me on twitter at anth marino like i said always good to catch up and appreciate you guys tuning in so you know for me a a few topics i want to talk about today and i'll kind of lay them out here for you just at the start of the podcast so you know what's coming but i do want to touch base on isaiah mckenzie kind of how he's been showing out at camp so far which has been great to see. Talk a little bit about Von Miller. Of course, the scare from Micah Hyde. And hopefully by the time you listen to this, maybe there'll be some more updates as it relates to him and his availability for the Bills. Tredavious White and his recovery and the offensive line as well. So really kind of jumping into things when it comes to Isaiah McKenzie. 
I'm just excited to see that here's a guy that one is producing at training camp, but at least through the first week has been that starting slot receiver for the Buffalo Bills. I think many of us, myself included, when the team signed Jamison Crowder, really thought that that was the guy that was just going to step in and replace Cole Beasley. Um, you know, there was a piece during the offseason, an interview with Josh Allen, where he was talking for a bit after the departure of Beasley. And, and he had said, like, well, you know, you guys forget, I've been working with Isaiah McKenzie longer than anyone. I'm certainly paraphrasing there, but you, you kind of get the point of, of what I'm saying, right? From the time that he came in in 2018, McKenzie has been on this team and has developed a rapport with Allen. And yes, we've seen the big games from Isaiah McKenzie to wrap up the season during 2020 against the Miami Dolphins, his play last year against the New England Patriots. And now here he is, right, signing a two-year contract. And at least through the first week, looks like he's written at least in pencil as the starting slot receiver for the Bills. Now, the injury to Jamison Crowder, of course, has kind of played into to some of that. You know, what do we say, right? Your best ability is availability. That's kind of been something that has plagued Crowder for some time. And at this point, right, here's a guy that is losing valuable reps. And in essence, this might not be much of a competition for this starting position. More of the guy that's that's really shown out and taking advantage of the opportunity, too, is the fifth-round rookie, Khalil Shakir. And everything has really just kind of been raving about him through training camp where you almost start to think to yourself, like, man, is this rotation, right? I mean, is it Stefan Diggs is number one, Gabriel Davis is number two, Isaiah McKenzie is number three in that slot? And does Khalil Shakir have the opportunity to kind of be that number four wide receiver in Buffalo? Think of it along the lines of, of really what Gabriel Davis has been over the past two years for the club. But when it comes to Isaiah McKenzie, I mean, I say this, I've talked about it on the pod before. The guy's just one of my favorite players, one of my favorite personalities in Buffalo. Everything that you see of him on social media, uh, his Hot Ones video that he did with Gabriel Davis um, as part of Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I'm just a fan of him as a player. Um, if you've you know listened to him on the, the podcast with Tyler Dunn, that he does a, a great job over at Go Long TD. And just kind of reading his story, hearing about his upbringing, kind of the struggle to get where he is. Um, he is an easy guy to root for. He is a fun personality. And obviously, I hope he has a great season, not just because he's a member of the Buffalo Bills, but just sort of for, again, understanding his backstory and who Isaiah McKenzie is. Now, switching gears here, that second topic, talking about Von Miller, right? And while the expectations would have been in check for McKenzie coming into chat, into camp, for Von Miller, things certainly being sky high. And at least at the time of recording, right, the team has not packed, practiced in pads yet. So for Miller, right, I mean, a lot that we're seeing, it's, you know, you, you get it. You, you want to keep the expectations in at least a normal place. But by all accounts, right, from the beat reporters out there at training camp each day, from the guys going against Von Miller each day, Deion Dawkins having comments earlier in the week just talking about, what a fantastic player he is and to go up against him reports on his first step him mentoring the younger guys right and aj epinesa and boogie basham and most notably gregory rousseau seeing different video clips there if von miller can live up to like two-thirds of the hype 
he's going to be a problem for opposing offenses. And it's great to see, right? Because again, for, for many of us, you can look at things and you can look at statistics. You can talk about the age. You can say he's 33 years old in this contract and all these pieces. And by all accounts, what you hear from everyone, it's like he doesn't play like a 33-year-old, right? He plays much younger than that. Takes care of himself. And if he does have this great impact on this Bills defense, it is going to be really interesting to see what can happen this season. You know, you talk about a revamped defensive line, but, you know, in many ways, right, the the key pieces on the Bills defense are back. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White when he gets back on the field, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Taron Johnson, right, those guys in the back seven, that consistency. Of course, Ed Oliver coming back and then really, you know, talking about that trio of young pass rushers and Epinesa, Basham, and Rousseau. So yeah, while there's some some new pieces, Von Miller's the upgrade, and he's the upgrade in a big way. And as he comes in and with this defensive line, and again, like I said, if if he can even deliver on a, a decent percentage of the hype, the Bills are going to be okay. But everything you see, it looks like he's really embracing training camp. Um, the fans love him and love seeing him out on the field. Um, saw him taking off his cleats and running up to people, screaming his name and just it's just good to see, right? I mean, Von Miller seems to be enjoying himself and it's just, uh, I'm excited to see what it looks like for him in the regular season. It's kind of a bit surreal still to think that Von Miller is a member of the Buffalo Bills and what that can be for the team. All right, on Friday's training camp practice, um, you know, the reports, Micah Hyde coming down awkwardly on his hip, kind of a scary moment for the team. By all reports from Ian Rappaport at NFL Network, it seems like it is something minor, at least at the time recording this. No additional updates after that, but everyone seems to be breathing a sigh of relief that things are okay for Micah Hyde. So, you know, I just wanted to take note of that again, recording this on Saturday morning before any additional updates have taken place. So there might be something new there. And if it is, obviously, we'll throw that in the show notes just to let you guys know what the latest might be with Micah Hyde. But it is one of those pieces with training camp, right? You know that injuries are a possibility. You see that, you kind of, you know, you realize how important someone like Micah Hyde is to this team. So for him, you certainly hope that everything is okay, but you hold your breath a little bit that you don't need any of these types of scares at training camp in any way, shape, or form. Speaking of injuries, Tredavious White continues his recovery right from the the ACL tear that he had on Thanksgiving night against the New Orleans Saints. Um, I continue to be optimistic every time I see him out there working with the trainers on the side during camp. You know, of course, he is on the pup list. Question about when he will be ready to return. But, you know, plenty of video clips of him working with the trainers, and I'll say somewhat aggressively, right, doing some running, doing some jumping, doing some work on the bike. Like, it's not one of those where you just look and, oh, he's just out there or he's just riding the bike, you know, on and off throughout training camp, like now Tredavious White is putting in work. And I think, you know, Sean McDermott is pretty calculated with what uh, he lets people see and what he wants you to see. And I think it's one of those where, uh, you know, I don't want to say he'd be having Trey White, you know, in a a training room kind of just working out by himself, um, you know, and kind of keeping him a secret. But I think it's one of those that, I have to imagine he is closer to getting back than we would have thought before, right? And again, with him 
the the work that he is doing, but doing it out there in front of the crowd, in front of the cameras, knowing that it can be reported on, knowing that those other NFL teams, right, if you're getting ready to play the Bills early in the season, you're probably going to have to plan on Tredavious White being a part of this defense. And again, I, I do think Sean McDermott is pretty calculated in his approach. Um, if he didn't want people to see Trey White working out, you know, maybe he would just be riding the bike out there and doing something else indoors. I don't know. Maybe that's the conspiracy theorist of me just a little bit. But from my opinion, I think uh, I think things are, are progressing and the Bills wouldn't have him out there in front of the fans and the media working out if it's not something that they wanted to see. Um, I don't want to close things out today on a negative, but I guess I kind of have to because uh, I wanted to talk about the offensive line. And, you know, the O-line, the Bills have done a good job each and every season, right, these past three years of addressing the depth needed with kind of these low-cost free agents, and we've seen that. But at least for right now, and again, I get it, it's not even August yet, so like relax and kind of chill out. But you, you haven't seen that perceived starting five taking reps together at this point in training camp. And I think that is something that is important for a team to have some consistency, right? Some continuity in working together. And it just hasn't happened. Now, Roger Saffold, right? Gets into a, a bit of a car accident, dealing with some cracked ribs. Of course, hope that he is okay. And making, and everyone involved, making a speedy recovery there. Ryan Bates missing some time. Uh, in addition to that, Deion Dawkins missing Friday practice for personal reasons. And Spencer Brown has been there, right, but recovering from some surgery, doing some individual-type drills, but not lining up in any sort of 11-man work at this time. So, you know, you go through it. You've got a new line coordinator when it comes to Aaron Cromer being there and kind of the work taking place. Again, Ryan Bates coming in and, and looking like being a full-time starter at this point. Roger Saffold coming in as a new piece. I mean, the only consistency that's been there so far is from Mitch Morris. So I say it like not in a negative way. I know I kind of prefaced it that way at the start, but just really looking at things and saying, I'm looking forward to having that starting lineup together, seeing what they can do. Yes, it's given an opportunity to guys like Cody Ford and David Quesenberry, Tommy Doyle to get some, some valuable reps and to see what the team might have in them. But obviously I'd love to see that starting five out there because I think there's some good pieces Right, you've got potential in guys like Bates and Spencer Brown, and what that can be is important. Um, I want to see what kind of impact Roger Saffold can have, and again, I would just feel feel good if that starting five was was in place. So, not to present it as too much of a negative, but I guess if there is one thing, right, you don't want to just be all sunshine and roses here. That stands out to me, and we'll kind of wait and see. So, but listen, if there might be some things I didn't talk about today. You know, I didn't want to spend too much time. I mean, listen, I could talk about Kyir Elam and Stefan Diggs and them going up against each other and Ed Oliver and him continuing to shine, really looking at things and just say, you know, some of these under the radar guys that have flashed and like a Marquez Stevenson, Cam Lewis, by all reports. I mean, there's plenty of storylines out there right now, and we'll get to all of them for you here at buffalorumblings.com. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to get out of here for now. Enjoy all the updates from training camp. And as always, go Bills.